Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, we're done here. Oh, we're done the podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, and the woman that I married, March 31st, 2001. Yes, yeah, we're getful, y'all. So that's another thing I have to put up with. Don't edit that. When. This is Secrets for Success. Welcome to the Secrets for Success podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Today, I have, uh, will be the greatest guest, guest of all time, the most important guest, the guest I love the most, the guest that is the most important to me in every aspect of my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> Terry Todd, my significant other, my better half, the love of my life. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> all right. Now, I know this is not your thing, you know, all this cameras them up, but let's just, there's something that we do at home. We haven't been doing as much of it, but we usually do a couple of times, yep. right? And uh, it's where we decompress. Yeah, we need to do more We need to do more of it. I know, I know, I know. I know I'm going to work on it, all right? This is going to be a marriage therapy counseling session. Hopefully, as you all are listening to this, you get a lot of value from it. So uh, Carrie and I have been, uh, we've been married for 22 years uh, and we've been together for 26 years. We are college sweethearts. Uh, and when she met me, I was this young punk at 19 years old. Uh, and I had this desire to become a physical therapist. Uh, and you were in college as well. I met her. She was, um, she was an RA for one of the dorms and she was kind of cute. So <laughs> Very cute. I started the relationship. I started our relationship basically on a lie. She needed help in pre-calculus, and I said I can help her, which I could. But then she said, great, could you help my roommate? She's doing calculus. I was like, of course I can help your roommate. I've never done calculus in my life, just letting you know. But anyways, the re- it, but it all worked And you out. never helped me. <laughs> and I never did help you. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, so, uh, so here we are. We've been married for, for 22 years, uh, and we have four kids. And uh, I'm an entrepreneur, and that's not what you signed up for. So let's talk about that. Is that cool? Uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself besides what I just told them? Who are you? Uh, <laughs> um, the person behind it all, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, mom of four. I, I guess I like to call myself the COE, because I'm chief of everything. And I basically do all the things that no one else wants to do. So whatever it is, I get it done. So I'm more of like the behind the scenes person, but also the, I think the most important thing that I do is that I am the supporter of everyone and, um, I like to think I help a lot to make the decisions too, you know, from behind the scenes. Scenes. Uh, do you like that role? Yes. Do? Yes. Have you ever craved wanting to be in the limelight, wanting to be the front person like me? Nope. No. No. Yeah. And I still don't like to do it, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I do it for you. Oh yeah, so it can be, it can be a little bit, um, a little hard, like especially like the big events, because you know I'm more of like a 
um, one-on-one type person. So yeah, it gives, it gives me some anxiety, but, um, you know, it's definitely like something that you thrive on. So, um, there for support. And that's one of the things that's like we're opposite on. So, you know, but you know, it's fine. We just, we make it work. Make it work. Okay. So let's talk some, some, uh, tough stuff. Uh, I was saying this off camera. There's so many uh, views of entrepreneurship and relationships and how all this stuff really works and thinking that the spouse and the partner are both like these, like I think of Grant Cardone, right? His wife, Elena, she is pushing him to be this massive personality, this big name in entrepreneurship. Uh, I think of even one of my coaches, Andy Frasilla, his wife, Emily, is an entrepreneur as well, right? pushing, 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 like they both get it. And even my older brother, he was like, if I ever get married, he's like, I doubt I'm ever going to get married. But if I do, I want somebody that is going to be into business because that's all I want to do is business, you know? And that's not how it works for me and you. You're not into business. When you married me, I wasn't into business. I wasn't into business either. And so I know sometimes we have talked and you're like, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Can you explain that? Talk about that a little bit. Well, I think, um, it's, you know, with, with what you do, it's, uh, it's like a 24 seven type business. And I'm, I'm sure that, you know, that is how it is for most people, but it's time is like really important to me. So I think that that's, usually the key of why I say it's not what I signed up for, meaning because it's like you have to try to balance the time. And it's like, um, you know, it's it's a little bit off balance. Sometimes the scale tip one way and sometimes it tip the other way. And, and, um, and I'm usually like not as, you know, oh, let's just – schedule everything you know I feel like I don't want to be penciled in so it's it's more like you know okay make time for me when I want time (laughs) and I think that hard thing yeah I think that that has been the hard thing And, and it's like the more um the more you share with me about the way business is I think also that's another thing is that because I've never really been like a business type. So it's, it's like some of the stuff that I just don't get. Right. And when you share with me and you, um, and, and we're discussing things, then I get it more. It makes sense. But, um, you know, so, so that's usually, that's it. It's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of moving parts. And there's also like an intensity that comes with you being an entrepreneur and I'm more of like um I see calmness and peace and sometimes it just creates that you know like pressure anxiety because it's like it's throwing me off um you know throwing me off of of how I usually am and right. you know what I'm drawn to if that makes sense because when when I'm working it's like I'm thriving in chaos yes and that I love and, I love the business. Like when I when when I come to the office, and you like 
get energized and energized I get drained get, and yeah. just so I think that that has you know that that is hard it's hard for us because well we're already opposite so that makes it hard but also for me it then it makes me feel this intense pressure like I need to be on and I'm already struggling in that area of you know I'm typically a low energy person just um more cautious like you know and you thrive in that and I you thrive in that environment and I don't so that sometimes create this you know chaotic anxiety and I'm more like want to escape from that so you know this <laughs> think is that's the hard part this is so interesting because uh many of you that are listening you've heard parts of my story I was an employee, a physical therapist, working for the corporate nine to five environment, and it sucked. I was working from seven a.m. to some days eight p.m., nine p.m. That was a typical day. But then when I was working with the tennis players, I was working till midnight, and it there, there was I wasn't even really liking what it was that I was doing. I was providing for my family, but I saw no light at the end of the tunnel. And what I mean light at an internal, it wasn't money. It was we were in so many arguments because I wasn't giving you time because I was gone all the time. And so I knew that I had to change my situation. And at that time, we had both agreed that I was going to be an entrepreneur. Like, we we're going to try this thing. We didn't fully understand. I don't even yeah. know if you knew what an entrepreneur was back then. <laughs> we were just like, I can't work for these people anymore. Yeah. We just and knew you wanted to work for yourself. We just knew I needed to work for myself so that I could dictate my own schedule. Mm -hmm. And so we agreed that entrepreneurship was going to be the path that we were going to take. And one of the things that I don't feel like we've ever had a hard time with, at least when starting, and so I hear this from couples, is that one person wants them to do it, one doesn't. We both were in agreement with starting this. We didn't realize it was going to get to what it is today yeah. and to get to the level of, I guess, success that we've had and kind of the money that we've generated and not necessarily having to do it at that intensity anymore. And it's really only gotten more intense. Yeah. Right. And so I know that that's that's a tricky thing for you. It's like, why do I continue to do it at the level that I do it? But without without us starting this, I don't even know. Do you think we would have been together? Where we were going in 2004, if I never left Cora, mm -hmm. do you think we would have stayed together? Yes. <laughs> you better stay together. <laughs> Looking back at it, do you think we would have stayed together? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I think I think we would because, you know, with both of us are like seriously committed and loyal people. And we would have figured. And out. also we're not afraid of hard work right and that's what marriage is it's you know it's it's hard work right but it just like anything else that you want in your life like if something is worth it for you you're gonna have to do hard work things gonna be easy you don't have four kids and not work you know it's hard work and so I like to think that we would make it because it's not like our marriage has been like, you know, smooth sailing all the time. Like we, we have to work on it. And in 22 years, we're still working at it. 
And if you don't, then it's going to die. It's just like anything else. If you don't work at it, it's not going to grow. And that's what I had to, when we, so we had a conversation yesterday. We were moving in our daughter. She's uh, starting her third year of college. And so, so when we were driving back, we had a lot of good conversation yeah. and we, it's, I don't just have one business. I have multiple businesses and some of them are failing and some are thriving. Mm -hmm. And the businesses that are not doing well are the businesses that I'm no longer a part of yeah. in a day to day because, and the people that were running it don't understand that it's constant work. Mm -hmm. You can't just be like, wow, Greg just created this amazing thing for me. Now I can just run it on mm -hmm. autopilot. Right. Mm -hmm. And when they don't put into work that was put in before the business doesn't just coast. Yeah. Right. And we're seeing that in some of our businesses. And then there's other businesses where I am intentional with the work, the energy, the focus that I'm giving to the business and they're thriving and doing extremely well. Yeah. And it's no different in marriage. Exactly. It's, it's the same thing. It's like, it never gets easy, y'all. It never gets easy. It's constant work that we're putting in to understand each other. Because the woman that I married December 26th of 2001 is not the same woman that I'm married to today. And the man that you married December... Mm -hmm. Sorry, Wait, what the heck am I supposed to use? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. It was my okay, first day at work. It was my first day at work. I hope that I can go home now. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. It's okay. Oh, we're done. here. Oh, we're done. The podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and the woman that I married, March 31st, 2001. Yes, forgetful, y'all. So that's another thing I have to put up with. Don't edit that when... podcast, by the way. Don't. Or people do that. When I will. This is what happened. This is it. You know, I, I was get... thinking about first day at work. <laughs> Golly. It was the first day I married you, which is work. Oh, my God. It was my first day at my other job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, it's work. Yeah. They're all work. And uh, But you said, you just said it. You just said the key. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. Yeah. You have to be intentional in everything yeah. that you do. Uh, and, you know, and there's a lot of blessings that we've been able to have and achieve things we've been mm -hmm. able to acquire time that we've been able to spend i was just saying this year i was just telling you this this year mm -hmm. we've gone on five private trips together yeah thank you to the team thank you to the team yeah but it's work it to work. invest in the team mm -hmm. and getting these people to understand who i am and them knowing that i care for them i truly care for them and i want them helping me with the mission to change their lives right? Their personal lives and the things that they want for their loved ones or for their family or for, for their career. Yeah. And so that's work too. And whenever I'm doing that, it's pulling me away from you. Yeah. But at the same time, without them, we couldn't basically have the biggest year that we've ever had here. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, me being able to spend the time with you, but there's a trade-off to everything. Yeah. So anyways, it's really tricky. All right. <laughs> uh, with that said, there's questions. There's questions. Go ahead, Kenneth. Give me the questions for um, our clients and followers. So we have one question, and it is, from a wife's perspective, how do you navigate business and a relationship? Being that he has to spend so much time doing this business and dedicating to it, how do you navigate being the wife and managing the EO? Yeah, um, well, it's, it's definitely... Um, hard to balance 
Like, I think balance in anything is, you know, as I said before, it's it's going to tip one way or tip the other way at times. And it um, can definitely be tough. And and I like to say, oh, this is not what I signed up for when the tough time come. I will say that to him because with business, it just feels like it never ends. It, you know, it's... Um, it's ongoing. It's twenty four seven, and um, and it does take a lot of time um, away from me. And so I think what my focus is really just um, trying to be a support for him, and also just um, you know like trying not to focus so much on like the time that we are away, and trying to make the time that we are together memorable and being intentional about spending that time because like I said before I don't really like the idea of being penciled in but I've you know had to um, accept that that is the best way to be intentional about our time together so so this was a neighbor rag so the question is how, what do you consider to be the best way to keep your spouse engaged when they're not necessarily a part of this? Uh, the best way to keep, at least for my spouse, I think for every spouse, it's going to be a little bit you know, different. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to know what the needs of your spouse is. I have realized that when I'm communicating, period, communicating about the business, I'm communicating about my what I'm feeling, my feelings, and I'm listening to my spouse and making sure that I'm doing check-ins with yeah. you, then uh, that works the best. Mm -hmm. uh, so making sure that we're talking about uh, how I'm feeling and part of what yeah. makes me feel the way that I feel is based on the environments that I'm in and a lot of the environments that I'm in have to do with my business and commerce, right? Uh, so I feel like that's, that's one thing. And then I think the second thing is uh, there are certain parts of the business that I will let you get feedback and get your interaction with, yeah. right? Like, I don't like to talk to you about um, if I have to go and buy a $50,000 mastermind program. <laughs> I know that that would like make your brain explode, you know, or if I'm going to go do some massive deal with somebody that's going to cost me, you know, $100,000 or like when I'm doing the event and it costs me a quarter of a million dollars to do the event. But there are certain things I know that you would like to be a part of, you know, like with the book, you know, like, hey, help me with designing the cover, or help me with this. And I know that that makes you feel extremely important when you're a part of the business, but it's certain parts of the business. Yeah. <laughs> so I just have to remind myself because I'm typically very impatient yeah. and rushy and just like, hey, somebody else do this, you know, for me. And just thinking that, wait, this is actually something that I can make you do. And it would make you feel involved. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a question for you both in that regard. What do you do on a weekly, monthly, or quarterly basis to stay on the same page with each other and keep the spark alive? <laughs> we start first. <laughs> um, I know well, what I do. Shoot. What? Then go ahead then. Let me hear this. No, 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 no. Let me hear this. No. Beauty first beauty first before um well we do weekly dates we make sure that uh we get our, our 
dates in Thursdays on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, we try to have cup of time. We don't have it as much lately, <laughs> but we do try to have cup of time where, um, we are enjoying our cup of coffee and, you know, talking, like sharing what's going on in our lives. Um, and, and we use, we usually do it. We do that weekly as well. And I don't know what else. I'm not a, I'm very private. Yeah. She's private. She's private. She's private. She's private. So, so she will tell you everything. Yeah. But, um, I'd say, you know, one of the big things is that before, and, and by the way, this is, this is what happens when you build a vehicle. Uh, there was a time where when you're working and you're trading your time for money as a physical therapist, your schedule is your schedule. There is no like, hey, I'm going to be uh, 15 minutes late or I'm going to be 30 minutes late or I got a doctor's appointment. It's like, it doesn't work like that. You got people, you got patients and they book with you and and you you just you just don't have the time. So uh, I think there's a couple of things that, that we do. Uh, we used to do date uh, dates twice a week. We would do Tuesdays and Thursday and I would finish work at two mm -hmm. and then we would go on a date in the afternoon. What we've noticed that works better for us like you said, is that Thursday is a date day. Yeah. So I, I would find it hard for me where I might have just been in a meeting and then I've got to flip it off. And it could have been something like, at, let's say it was one o'clock and somebody like really annoyed me or a deal went bad or whatever. Uh, it, it was hard for me to be present yeah. during that date. But now that we do a date day, it's one full day that it's just myself and Carrie. It's whatever we want to do. So it could be breakfast. A lot of times we go and we go to the beach in the morning. We go swimming in the beach. We do this. We do breakfast. We do lunch at Bait House or, you know, whatever. And then, you know, it's that day. And I feel like I'm focused on you for the day, you know. Which I appreciate. Yeah. And also it's good because everybody knows here that that's his day with Carrie. So, mm -hmm. uh, so it, it, it's just easier to, it's like it cuts it off. Yeah. So I feel like that's huge for us. I think we also take trips, you know, um, oh, yeah. we're, a big one. it's, it, it's, it's a huge one. So we're, we, we take trips. Uh, we try to do it once. Like right now it's been once every six weeks is what it's averaging out. Uh, and this year we've been going up to our, our mountain place in Georgia. Uh, we're going to be going to Mexico next on uh, two months. Right. So we try to do it once every six weeks and that's just four to five days with, just us yeah. and it's very minimal work and yeah i'm working a little bit but we have so much time together and it's no kids that you know that helps to keep sparks when we get things at my pace at all. your pace right yeah. right 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 not rushing everywhere <laughs> exactly yeah. so yeah that's huge it's huge so with that the next question i have is how do you set boundaries for a spouse who is too involved in the business? Ooh, I don't have to worry about that. No. Oh, oh, like, oh, 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 oh like how do you set boundaries for? Me? Oh gosh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I think you will agree that I don't have any problem with letting him know where <laughs> I'm not getting my time, <laughs> and also, you know, you being actually present when it's our time together like put that phone down you know I want the time to 
be just focused on me. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's always an ongoing battle, I would say. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it, it's, it's just like constant reminder that, you know, Hey, you know, I'm here. This between us is important. And let's just remember, like, if it's a Thursday and it's our date day, like, I don't really want him doing too much business that day because then it, you know, it just, it just feels like he can't really be completely present. So I think that's, that's the, um, that's the key is just the constant communication and communication is not that easy for us. Like, I think it looks like it is, but like, sometimes we struggle a bit because we don't want to hurt the other person. So we, we, we still struggle after all these years with like, being you know really like honest like hey look you're you're not being present like you're here but you're not here and I was trying to tell you something important that I'm going through you know so sometimes we can um you know kind of um struggle with that a bit because his the the business is like it's ongoing stuff it it so something might happen and he'll go look at his phone but he doesn't want to tell me because like he wants us to just, you know, have a nice day together. So he might not want to tell me, but then I'm like, oh, what are you doing over there? You know, so, so, so yeah, that, um, I think that's, the, uh, you know, that's, that's a part that we're, we're, we kind of have to, um, always work at and make sure that, um, we're focusing on each other when we have our time together. I think you helped to keep my me uh, checked in because I'm obsessive. Yeah, I have a very obsessive personality, and I think that's what you need in order to be great at anything. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot be half in, half out in anything if you're going to be great at it. Yeah, you can be okay at something, but to be great, like that's a whole nother ball game. So I I do think that you you keep me um, checked in. Like, hey, come on, buddy. You know, yeah. coming over here. By the way, when I was a kid, right, and I would play video games, um, I, I will play all day, mm-hmm. all night, <laughs> like I just because I want to be great at yeah. anything that I do. Yeah. So, I I block everything out. Mm-hmm. You know, I block it all out, and I'll block out you, the kids. I bl- if you allowed me to. Yeah. I think you just you're not I'm having this. I have it. I'm not allowed. You're not blocking anybody, yeah, yeah. buddy. And that's that, that's what that's what especially not me. Especially not you. Jeez, whatever. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> uh, um, I may be quiet, but I can be a force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good answer. <laughs> I think that is definitely what the people needed to hear. Yeah. So the next question that we have is. How do you recognize you need to communicate before it becomes an issue? So one of the people who ask, they feel like they are great at communicating with this issue. It's fraught. Like, it's become an issue now. We're now having to be in the and go back and forth. But how do you have that conversation before it gets there? Or even notice that you should have that conversation? Well, we actually still find that challenging. So sometimes, like I said before, we don't want to share something if we think the other person is going to be heard or you know um feel left out if um 
he needs to make an important decision and he's like, oh God, you know, it's, um, I'm not going to be here for date day. She might, you know, she might not like it. So he might not want to share it with me. And then, um, you know, most of the time, like I can sense something is a little bit off. So then, you know, that sometimes can escalate the problem a little bit. And so I think um, it's better and, and it's something that we discuss a lot. It's better if he just shares it with me, even if he thinks I'm going to be upset about it. Um, just go ahead and share it. But, you know, we're all so different with um, communication. And um, some people might just, like, not want to hear the truth. And so I think, like, when you're faced with that, the best thing you can do is make sure that, like, it's a time when, like, we're both not tired or, you know, um, just just try, like, like, Greg's a morning person and, you know, I'm really not. But if I feel like we need to discuss something important, then the morning would be better when he's not exhausted already, you know, because, like, if he's exhausted already and we try to discuss something, he might be, you know, it might be harder, like a little bit more um, upset about whatever it is that we're trying to discuss. And and then also for me, I guess he has to do the same. He has to find a time when I'm not like tired or already anxious about something when he's going to discuss it with me. So we're learning that. <laughs> we're still learning that we got to make sure that um, we're sharing, but we're sharing at the right time, if that makes sense. Like, you know, don't don't just share something and then, you know, it becomes um, a blow up. Like try to share it, you know, at a good time so we can discuss it. And um, I think that works better for us and that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I think freedom always lies on the other end, the other end of a difficult conversation. Mm -hmm. And Whenever it's there's a difficult conversation that needs to happen where I got to do something that I you didn't know about or I can't do this or this is going to throw off this. Mm -hmm. I'm always concerned of, oh, my gosh, this might upset her. Mm -hmm. But what I've come to realize is that if I can just say it. Yeah. Yes, it probably did upset you. Yes. But there's something else that you learned from it. So let's just say, uh, and I still want to hear, and you want to hear. I think too. that is what's important. And Even if I'm going to be upset, I still want to hear mm -hmm. because then I'm thinking already like something's off, and right. what is it? And, and making assumptions. The thinker, yeah. And you start to make assumptions. Mm -hmm. What is he doing? Da 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 da. This and that. And then now you've already created a war in your mind. Mm -hmm. And so I realize that it's just better for me just to get it out. So. Because eventually it's going to get out anyways. Yeah. And then if it gets out after I fail to tell you that part and that part and that part, which led to this part, mm -hmm. then you're going to be like, well, why don't you tell me from yeah. all those things? And it makes the problem even worse. Yeah. So I'm really learning that. Mm -hmm. You guys see 22 years. <laughs> Just still learning. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the last question that we have for you is... <laughs> How do you get on the same page with investing in the business when finances are involved? One of the big barriers that they know sometimes it can be a pretty hefty charge to like put money into some things for the business. How you guys get on the same page with understanding or 
what do you do to manage the practice? Yeah, that's tough. I, I think I still struggle with that because, you know, I have, I have a bit of a, um, <laughs> issue with like spending. So to me, like I, um, I'm usually like, are you sure you have to do this? You know, and I'm also cautious as like, are you sure? Or, or something like, so on his end, he usually typically will have to like convince me of what the outcome will be and, and, and just, you know, maybe share some more details and, and, um, just try to get me on the same page. But, but yeah, that's still something that we, um, we kind of still will, um, not be on the same page with at times. So, but the thing is that I just have to trust him because he knows business. So I'm just like, okay. So eventually he usually will convince me, <laughs> but, but yeah, I know that can be, um, hard for him sometimes to like actually come and tell me, oh, gotta spend all this to do, you know, do this thing. And I'm like, are you sure you gotta do that? So I think, your take? you know, well, we're a team and as a team, there's uh, coaches in each department. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're the head coach at home and you handle all operations at home, mm -hmm. right? And that keeps our kids good. That keeps me good. And you are the COE, chief of everything at mm -hmm. the Todd Squad, <laughs> Inc., yeah. right? But then I have to be the head coach for providing for the Todd Squad, Inc., mm -hmm and providing for other families and truly living out whatever my calling I believe is. Yeah. And that that's my role. So I try to keep uh, my spouse involved in some of these things, but I understand we're not gonna see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, there has to be somebody that's gonna make the final decision. Like there's gotta be somebody that's gonna make the final decision at the house when it comes to the kids, when it comes to how we're gonna educate our kids, when it comes to uh, what we're gonna do for this thing or landscaping or this for the house or that for the house. And there's gotta be someone that is going to just make the final decision. For business, I can keep my wife involved in understanding some of the things, but I understand that there's certain things. You're not an entrepreneur. And being an entrepreneur means that I'm owning and operating a business and I'm doing so at a very high financial risk. Mm -hmm. So I can't ask you to get that. Mm -hmm. I, I just have to like tell you and you might not get it, but I still have to take ownership that I got to make the final decision mm -hmm. and I got to live with the consequences. Now, one thing I got to say, I got to honor you real quick. One of the things is that I do make decisions that I have spent and invested lots of money and it has worked out many times, but there's times that it hasn't worked out. I think one of the keys to our marriage and making business thrive is that you've never, you've never poked that in my face when it doesn't work out. You know, you might be like, geez, but not like I, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it in, in other relationships where the spouse is like, remember when you screwed that up? Remember when you did that bad deal? They keep on reminding them. And that just mm -hmm. destroys your confidence level as an entrepreneur. And so even when I do screw up and, or it doesn't work out initially, I should say, you never throw that in my face. And I really appreciate that. I honor you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. And also it's because I believe in you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know you believe in me.
And I know you want more time with me. And I believe that this is the best way to be able to get it. Um, I also think that the reason why you want more time with me is because I'm amazing. <laughs> I, okay, okay. Let's face it. You know what I mean? Okay. No, no, no. I'm, just, and I'm more amazing. Huh? I mean, you are amazing. <laughs> I'm amazing too. Right? Okay. Amazing loves amazing. But I, I also tell we're competitive. I, but 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 uh, but I am like what's what's okay I'm always okay well me okay how good finish the podcast again okay 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 I'm gonna get you right like I said okay so so I do think though that because you want to spend you wouldn't want to spend more time with a monster you want to spend time with the man that that like makes you feel good when you're around him and a lot of why I feel that way is because of what I do as an entrepreneur. And being an entrepreneur has pushed me and has taught me how to have more patience, how to communicate better, because I have to do that in order to bring value to the marketplace. And that makes me a better husband. So, you know, I truly believe that if I never went in this path, I wouldn't have had the pressure to become a better human being so that people would want to do business with me and want to work with me. And I think that, because um, I, I know a lot of spouse, they they don't want to be with their husband because they don't like him. You know what I mean? I don't like her or whatever. <laughs> you know, so I believe that it's kind of a catch-22, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. yeah, we want to be with each other more and business sometimes prevents that. But I think because of business, it's it's created us into the people where we actually want to spend a lot of time together. If y'all are not realizing this, my wife and I, we actually do argue, but we really love to spend time with each other. And so um, so we're just trying to continue to figure out the time game. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Can I say one more thing before we finish? Thank God it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Before I finish the podcast, I want to honor you. Like that? Yes. So I want to honor you because of many things. You know I love you. You know you're my best friend. Okay? But um, you have forced me to play a game that I never planned on playing. I am not the man that you married. And it's because you um, you demanded that I play the time game. And the time game is what led me to entrepreneurship. And I would have never done it if it wasn't worth doing it for something that I wanted or someone that I wanted. And so at that time in 2004, I really did think I was going to lose you. I really did. And I was willing to, to do a total 180 just to keep you. And I thank you for pushing me to play the time game. I love you. I love you too. Awesome. <laughs>